Welcome back to GF, it's your boy G, and this is episode 3, The Man in the Mirror. Why is it so hard for us to face the facts, face the truth, and face ourselves? So why is it so hard for us to look in the mirror and face that man in the mirror? As far as my community is considered, which is the African-American community, I believe there's two different type of African-Americans, but that's a different topic, a different episode. I always wonder why it's so hard for us to look ourselves in the mirror and see fault in ourselves before blaming anybody else. I get in trouble a lot or people yell at me and want to argue with me all the time because I speak on the woe is me syndrome that I believe that me, myself, and my community have had for a very long time now. It's like, whoa, everything's against me. Woe is me. I'm so fucked up because everybody's against me. And people aren't really fighting for their freedom and fighting for their independence and fighting for what's right. They're just crying and trying to get people to feel bad for them and not doing anything to progress the, the future of our communities. And I believe that's one of the downfalls of my community and where I come from and uh, people that I see on the internet and all of this, just, just in general. Um, yes, there's racism. Racism is a very big part of the things that happen to us. And I've been on the freaking end of a lot of racism, more than most people have been. Um, so I don't not believe in racism. I know there is racism out there, but I also believe in uh, being a boxer. Um, If you ever watch fighting, MMA, boxing, anything like that, you know when somebody comes at you with a move or they come at a boxer with a move, he counter punches, he blocks it. You know, he does what he needs to do to get himself out of trouble and try to win the match. And what I don't see from a lot of people are people trying to win. They're trying to uh, complain and get something given to them. You know, people uh, are still asking for three acres and a mule. Like, what the fuck are you going to do with a mule? You know, most people don't even know how to, you know, catch a fish or don't know how to hunt and don't know how to gut their own food. You got to go to the grocery market to eat. So what the hell are you going to do with a mule? What you going to do with a mule you know, in farmland, most of you have the opportunity to make money and instead of taking it, you would rather sell it off for a quick buck instead of holding on to it for money down the line. You know, you're not doing it for your kids, you're doing it for yourselves. When you think about how we are in the streets or how I used to be in the streets, the whole the whole point of the streets, you know, I used to always say the point of me being in the streets is not to get caught because one day I want to get out. Um, fortunately, I was able to do so, but there's a lot of people that I know that weren't able to do so, and they're still stuck in the streets. But when you ask them about it, it's like, woe was me. Like, I didn't put myself in this situation. I was born in this situation. But yes, we are born in this situation, but you're not born to make the decisions that you've made to land you in the situation that you're in now, you know? Um, it's a quote by Will Smith that I've seen that says, you know, it's not your fault, you know, that your girlfriend cheated on you or you were molested as a child or, 
you know, uh, your daddy beat you. That's not your fault, you know, but it is your responsibility, you know, to do something about it, to make yourself better, you know, to heal yourself. It's your responsibility to heal yourself. It's not your fault that it happened to you. So no, it's not your fault you're born in a fucked up community. It's not your fault, you know, that you're black. It's not your fault, you know, that there's racism, but what are you gonna do to conquer it and to make yourself a better person? If you're gonna continue to uh, perpetuate the cycle that we're into, then you're no better than the people that are impressing you. Uh, You know, people are holding you down, but what are you doing to climb out? You know, they always talk about the crab in the barrel, and that's how the hood basically is. You know, one person make money and then your boy try to kill you or rob you for it. Like, that's just how we grow up and that's how we live. We're not going out to the white communities and robbing their ass. We're robbing each other. We don't even have anything to rob each other for. You're robbing each other for some J's, which cost $200. You know, you rob the convenience store on the corner. You know, it sits of y'all that rob it, and y'all get $400. So y'all not even splitting it, you know, and each making $100. You're making like $70-something a piece. You know, is that what your life is worth? You know, then you go to jail and you're doing, you know, five to seven, you know. So you're going to jail for fucking $10 a year, you know. Basically, is what you're going to jail for over the shit. So, you know, it's the war is me concept. At a certain point, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and make a change, you know, of ourselves and our own thinking. You know, like I said, until you change yourself, you can't expect anybody else to change. And that's the biggest biggest thing that I see nowadays you know we can't look ourselves in the mirror and we all got this woe is me concept you know and the woe is me concept gets deeper and it gets deeper and it's not just you know poor you know African Americans it you know it also has to do with rich African Americans you know I, I just talked to a, um, an African American lady and I was explaining to her when I was in school, my teacher told me that I should go to college for business. Um, and the reason why he told me I should go there for business was not because how smart I was. He said, look, you're already selling dope. So since you're selling dope, why don't you go to college and try to take up business and it'll help you you know, understand what you're already doing. And basically we're just you know, pushing me deeper into selling dope. He's like, you're a dope dealer anyway, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, you know, figure out how to take that dope money and do something with it. You know, he wasn't telling me about trades. He wasn't telling me about, you know, different type of job opportunities. He wasn't telling me about things that I can do to better myself. And there's a lot of people that I know that don't better themselves because they don't know no better. It's not the fact that, you know, they want to be fucked up. They just don't know no better. And it's our own people that's telling us to be fucked up. It's not white people telling us to do that shit. It's ourselves. You know, we look up to rappers. You know, if you look up to rappers and you understand, you know, they talk about selling dope like this, the best thing in the world. They made more money selling dope than they do rapping. You know, a lot of them, you know, are still selling dope they claim. A lot of them are still getting arrested for doing dumb shit being in the hood. You know, they make it seem like if you move out of the hood, you're a sellout or a sucker. And if you, you know, you stay in the hood and you die in the hood, you become a a living legend. Well, not a living legend, a fucking dead legend. But, you know, that's just what they feed us. And when you're a kid and you're, 
you're freaking vulnerable to believe the bullshit that you see on TV and on the internet and on Instagram, but it's not white people selling it to us, it's ourselves, you know, you have the ability to tell them, no, I'm not doing that, I don't want to feed this bullshit to my people, but you do it anyway, and then you sit there and you justify it by saying I'm selling to white people because white people are the ones that buy the music, but black people are the ones that live by the music. You know, the white people might be entertained by it, but the black people are the one that are trying to recreate and live the life that you say that you are living. And you're not helping your community in any type of way. You're actually bringing your community down. When you look at movies like Juice and Boys in the Hood, you know, uh, New Jack City, we love those. We love those movies. We think those movies are the shit. We live and we die by those those movies. We try to be as bad or worse than the characters in the movie. And so then our kids try to be worse than that. And we talked it up, you know. I wonder sometime about Tupac, they talk about how he was a revolutionary and he was a motivational guy and how he wanted what's best for black people. But at the time of his death, he was putting out music that was only talking about killing each other. And so people, who listen to Tupac nowadays, they don't listen to the early Tupac when he was talking about Dear Mama or, you know, Brenda's having a baby. They're talking about fucking hit him up. That's what they're listening to. So I wonder if he was to, to be reincarnated and to talk, would he redo everything that he did? Would he say the same shit that he said? Shit, would he, would he have took the route that he took and knowing he was gonna die at that same path. But if you look at a person like Martin Luther King and how Martin Luther King or Malcolm X ended their lives, you know, if you ask them would they die for the same cause and die in the same way, even though nobody wants to die, I'm pretty sure they would be okay redoing their life just the way it was. But I don't think somebody like Tupac would, even though we try to spin it now that he's dead and make it seem like he was such a positive person. You know, I like Tupac. I love Tupac. I got like all his CDs and listen to him. I used to live and ride and do all type of crazy shit to that music. So I know and I understand, you know, the thought process when you're in that environment. Like my biggest thing was not looking like the sucker to people. So they was like, yo, you know, let's rob this place. I was on it, not because I wanted to rob the place, but I didn't want to be a sucker. And then when I wanted to make sure that everybody knew I was the toughest, baddest motherfucker out there, and that niggas couldn't really fuck with me. And that's how little niggas think, man. And we the ones that's feeding that shit to ourselves, if you understand what I'm saying. You know, we feed it to ourselves. The po poetic justice and all that shit that we was watching when we was growing up, that shit we put out. And now we're looking at other movies that they're putting out nowadays. You know, I was arguing with, you know, the same female. I'm like, the movies is a war is me complex. Like, yeah, it's telling us about slavery. Or yeah, it's telling us how, you know, the government fucked us over. But it's not teaching us. It's not teaching us how to overcome it. It's just teaching us, you know, the past and how we got fucked over. And so when you see that you get fucked over one time, you tend not to do the same shit all over again. So we talked about Martin Luther King getting his, his ass blasted. We're talking about 
uh, Malcolm X getting his ass blasted. And if you look at today's society, there is no more Martin Luther Kings. There is no more Malcolm X's because niggas ain't really trying to get blasted. If you listen to the little baby song he put out about the Black Lives Matter thing, he said it himself. He said he didn't want to get his ass blasted himself, so he don't want to say too much. It's just the way that the the world turns. Like we put shit out to discourage us from being better. We put stuff out that make us say, oh, damn, look what they did to us. Boo-hoo, cry, cry, cry. But we do nothing, and I mean nothing, to actually put ourselves in a better state. So I've been asking a lot of people when I have this argument, like, have you ever read the, the book called The Spook by the Door? And they all say no. There isn't a fucking movie that I could find about the spook by the door, and I don't see any one of these niggas that's putting out movies trying to create uh, a movie about the book The Spook by the Door, which is basically about a nigga, a black man who is actually a nigga like the rest of us, doing everything the white man's way. He did everything the way the white man wanted it done, and he did that and put himself in a situation when he got into the CIA and he infiltrated the CIA to where they gave him enough power to actually get into the community and empowered his community. And he empowered his community without letting anybody know what was going on. And then they turned that power against the white man. Now that was a, a, a movie, a book that could be a powerful movie to teach you that you don't have to just sit around and do nothing. Now this is 2021, so I don't think that it's right I don't think that it'll work to try to go to war with the quote-unquote white man or quote-unquote the man or quote-unquote other races, but I do believe that you can make movies that can teach you that you can become a lawyer. And if you become a lawyer, you can make change. I believe that they can make movies that make it look good to be a doctor. You know, show me how much pussy I can get as a doctor. You know, when you think about being a doctor, you're thinking about a lame-ass nigga. Well, show me a nigga that's getting pussy. You know, a fly black nigga getting pussy all over the place. That'll make young niggas want to be doctors. Show me how he can ride around in the Rolls Royce or a Benz or whatever the fuck it is. And he fucking bitches in college and he getting out and still fucking bitch. Show me some shit where a nigga is doing some positive shit making some money and uh and actually you know being that nigga don't show me no lame ass shit you know we got in an argument because she was telling me about the movie atl and how that was a positive black movie and how ti whoever his character's name was i can't remember who the fuck his name was how he was saving up money to send his brother to school and all this other bullshit and he was a positive role model and my point to her was ti was still broke at the end of the day. He was still living in the basement with his uncle at the end of the day. Ain't no nigga trying to live with his uncle and live in the basement. Even if he got $10,000, $20,000 stuffed in the fucking shoebox. Like, niggas want to be the nigga with a lot of money. Like, a whole lot of money. That's what niggas want to be. They don't just want to be a regular Joe, you know, struggling every day. They want to be that nigga. It's what we want to be. So you got to, you know, think about it in a light where we are starting to show people that you can get a lot of money and not have to be a basketball player. You can get a lot of money and not have to be 
you know, uh, a rapper. You can do regular shit and make money and not struggle. But it's not cool to do the shit right now. It's not cool in the inner city to be smart. If you a smart nigga, you you a lame nigga. And I was telling you, if you looked at the movie ATL, the one nigga that was trying to get rich and try to do shit the white man way, they made that nigga like the straight poop putt, lame sucker, bitch made nigga. Don't nobody want to be that nigga. Nobody wanted to be that sucker ass nigga. Nobody. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to be the dope dealer that was making his little brother want to be a dope dealer riding around with the rims and smoking weed and got niggas selling dope for him. That's who niggas wanted to be because it looked cool to be that nigga. It don't look cool to be T.I. It don't look cool at all to be the nigga trying to go to college. That shit, he looked like a sucker. Ain't nobody trying to do that shit. So until we start showing ourselves that it is cool to go to college, you know, it's... It's going to be the same cycle repeated. When I was in high school, I had niggas telling me they weren't going to college. When I was asking niggas why they wouldn't go to college, niggas told me because you think a nigga like Jeezy went to college? You think a nigga like Gucci Man going to go to college? Them niggas made money, and they made money selling dope. And then I find out, like, the nigga Gucci did go to college. So the same nigga that went to college... And motherfuckers was saying was retarded as fuck back in the day. It's the same nigga that went to college. I think he got a scholarship to go to college, you know. And the nigga is rapping, and he's using psychology on niggas. The niggas thinking that he dumb and retarded like these niggas dumb and retarded. And he's doing the shit, you know, to make, you know, to make, to make money. You know, he's making money off niggas, and niggas ain't even trying their hardest or their best because Gucci Man wouldn't, wouldn't do it that way. Because Gucci Man a hustler and Gucci Man, you know, shooting niggas and Gucci Man doing this and that and he a hood and he a real nigga. And that's what motherfuckers want to be. But that nigga went to college. But these niggas won't go to college. These niggas don't go to school. They won't go to high school because they want to be like Gucci Man because they got the impression that this nigga ain't is a dumb nigga and he ain't go to college and he made money. Ain't nobody making no money who don't finish high school, just to be honest with you. You know, it's a small few and most of those small few are people that are beyond intelligent and they get their intelligence mostly from reading books. Y'all niggas ain't reading books. Y'all hate books. You understand what I'm saying? I always say, I used to be a fool. We used to argue in class. Like, I ain't read no books since the first grade. Not thinking about that shit now. Like, nigga, I was a fucking fool. I was... I was I was on some I was on some fool shit. You understand what I'm saying? I was a straight fool for talking like that and thinking like that. But that was my environment and that's what we thought was cool at the time. So like I said, we gotta look in the mirror and we gotta turn around and teach our kids to be better than us. And we gotta be better ourselves. We gotta learn that at any point in time in your life you can change things around. I don't care if you done went to jail, if you got felonies, it's money out here to be gotten if you just turn the time to read a book, invest the money you got, sell some shit off and invest that shit, and get the hustling the, the right way, the positive way. You understand? I'm going to leave you with, with something I heard in a movie. And the movie was the 50 Cent movie when he said, if you take the time that it takes you actually to stand out here and sell all your product in the time that you don't spend in jail, you're making less than minimum wage. 
And that's what a lot of motherfuckers are doing. So we can't change shit until we take the time to look in the motherfucking mirror and get our act together. And this is part one, episode three of The Man in the Mirror. Thank you for tuning in to Welcome to GF. It's your boy G. And now I'll be back again with part two. I'm out this joint. Peace. Thank you.